Yeah, Aww. motherfucker. Motherfucker's really going that's on. That's how it goes. Man. That's how it is, and that's how it always has been. Is and was and always will be. That's how it goes. We out here. Another episode. Very, we're feeling uh, very uh, holly jolly up your ass tonight. Holiday season. Holiday season. We had we just did Thanksgiving. We need, we're gonna take this week off, but me and Matt, we don't get tired. I get emotionally pretty exhausted, I'll be honest with you. He's had a hard couple of weeks. Yeah. Life's been life's been nonstop these last few weeks. And I'm kind of at a point where like I got a week off and I'm like, I might not ever come back. It's hard to want to. Yeah, because like when you put it in perspective, it's like I'm going out looking for validation from alcoholics. Oh boy! At like th- like three to four nights a week. No, 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 that's just that's just daddy problems. <laughs> Not mine. Theirs. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, man. We had a week off. Week and off it was for nice the holidays. Because you know. I mean, I had a week off. You see him like you haven't really taken your foot off the gas. You're, uh, you're, you're out here. You're different now. You're like getting booked on shows and like. <laughs> Embracing your interracial relationship now, like <laughs> yeah, you're totally got, different, dude. Oh, I don't did, even know who you are anymore. <laughs> we didn't. I forgot to. We got a. We got a kind of a special guest playing the producer role. We got a producer. Let's call her Kmart. We keep her fucking out of this picture. She doesn't Kmart, know. You don't know what color true. she is. Producer Kmart is on the list. Say hi. Hey, what's up, guys? Get closer so they can hear you. What's Say up, with guys? your fucking chest. God damn it, Kmart. Oh my. You're Kmart God. on the scene, okay? <laughs> dude, Black Friday. My uncle calls it African New Year, but I don't think that's very nice. Wow. That's fucked up. I'm assuming that's Oh, my uncle, I mean my mom. I was going to say, yeah, your <laughs> uncle on your mom's side, I can, <laughs> I can assume. <laughs> African New Year. I thought it was talking about Kwanzaa, but no, dude. Black Friday. You go shopping? I did not. Uh, I don't like to be out and about when there's too many people. You know what's funny about Black Friday? It's all weekend long. I don't know whatever, what the... Yeah. Dude, you, you gotta go. I gotta go. I just say Thanksgiving Day. I gotta go to the mall <laughs> and I gotta get a TV. It's like, shut the fuck up. Go home. Go Follow be with us. your family, dude. <laughs> fuck. It's always an uncle that doesn't have family but has gambling issues. Oh, true. He's gotta find other things to gamble mm. with. <laughs> He's fucking... Dude. One thing Black Friday always brings around is those motherfucking clips on YouTube, Instagram... Uh, people getting their shit ripped out of their hands and fighting in the middle of the Walmart. Yeah, it's never that serious. It's never like that's my toaster oven. Bah! Shoots him in the face. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's if I wanted to <laughs> assault it hypothetically, if and when I decide I want to assault an old lady, I can do it whenever I want. Yeah, I have to wait for <laughs> a, but you a might sale. Get, yeah, I know. Well. People go like, yeah, he punched that bitch in the face, but that shit was two ninety nine off. It was the last room, but what are you gonna do? <laughs> I know, dude. Black Friday's a fucking a scam, a joke, a fucking a facade. Yeah, people don't camp out in front of the stores like they used to for Black Friday. Now, if you're camping outside, you're probably just homeless. Oh shit! There goes the big old. Great. Now we'll never be famous. Damn it! We're doing so good too. Kyle, we make sure. Oh. Producer Kmart, will you make sure that's good? Make sure it's on. Call her by her full government name, <laughs> dude. Just fucking call her by her social next time. Shit, one eight seven two four five four. You good? <laughs> Black Friday's a fucking scam, man. They got Cyber Monday now. Yeah, I mean, what's the point of getting in a physical confrontation when you can just order it? You know. Dude, imagine working at Amazon, just fucking booked, dude. I saw a video today of some guy taking a package off somebody's car, uh, you know, front porch. And fucking, he starts walking away and he goes, uh-uh. Just like an assault rifle. He goes, you bring me my package, motherfucker. It was intense, dude. Yeah, I, I mean, automatically I would say I don't agree with that. <laughs> but he got like, his shit. if you look at it from the dude that's stealing perspective, if it's like, if he looked me in the eye and was like, these kids got to eat, and then he <laughs> grabbed that package, I'd be like, he's got a point, dude. Yeah. And then he just opens the package. What do you think was in that box, though? Jerry Seinfeld Legos. Oh, the God. Kramer Laugh Factory edition. <laughs> Lego. 
just with all the people in the crowd. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever go through a Lego phase? What yeah. kind of toys were you into? I almost bought Legos today. I was at, with, I was with Kmart at Target. <laughs> wow. And we, I was like, dude, these Legos are $100, but they look so cool. Dude, I, imagine how many fucking motherfuckers will think I'm sweet because I got a Gibson guitar made out of Legos on my bed. <laughs> True. At that point, I feel like you're just trying to impress a bunch of dudes. Yeah. Which, at the same time, why would they be in your bedroom, you know? Because I want to show them my... Gibson guitar I just spilled all over my bed. <laughs> hey, you want to help me build this Lego set? That's what I'd say. True. You don't like Legos? Uh, you like Legos. You love Legos. <laughs> <laughs> I was a Mega Bloks kind of kid, actually. <laughs> uh, due to not only my financial situation, but also my uh, intelligence quota. <laughs> So, for that reason, I couldn't do anything over 50 pieces. <laughs> Thank you very much. My piece, my puzzle was six pieces long. <laughs> God damn, dude. What's, um, how do we feel about Christmas this year? I don't want to buy anybody anything, but I want presents. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch, because people in my life, like our producer, our Sarah, she wants expensive shit. She's like, give me that Burberry. Give me that Gucci. I'm like, you can't even pronounce it. Right. <laughs> so why the fuck should I buy it? For- Who are you trying to impress? <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. The fucking Goodwill patrons down at the Chick-fil-A parking lot. Dude, I don't know. How do you, Are you more charitable during the... During the holiday season, or are you just rotting all year round? I consider it a lot more, <laughs> but I never pull the trigger. Dude, literally that happened after Thanksgiving dinner. I was driving home, and I was driving under the overpass, you know, reputably where homeless people are. <laughs> and <laughs> there was, so there was like four of them under this overpass, like through the, throughout the length of it. The first three were just laid out cold, like fucking, they were just passed out. Purple, the last dude purple in the was face. awake and he just looked miserable. And for <laughs> a half a second, I'm like, I should give him this to-go plate. And then the light turned green. And I was like, fuck that dude. I'm out of here. You just frisbeeing him a piece of ham and he caught it like a <laughs> dog in his mouth. I rolled down the window, got his attention, and then drove away. You're like, hey, are you hungry? He goes, I'm starving. He goes, good. And then drives away. <laughs> dude, you poured gravy on his feet. <laughs> you made <it>. What? <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, I was on a light. Uh, I only had so much time to work with, but if I had the time, yeah, sure, that's an option. Maybe if he had a creative cardboard sign, you'd give him some food, and he wouldn't yeah. starve that night homeless like a good homeless. Don't spin signs like they used to. <laughs> it's always just like, I'm going to sit here and hold this sign. It's like, I want you to show me that you have something to offer. You know, If, it, if it's not talent, have it be enthusiasm. Yeah. Me and Kmart were in San Diego. There was a homeless man that had a sign that said, dude, I couldn't help but give this guy money. His sign said, uh, three jokes, one dollar. That's a steal, dude. Want to hear one of he his... He didn't say they were good. No, they were all right. Want to hear one of his street jokes? It was uh, all right. Yes. Wait. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'll go. Uh, what's Michelle Obama's favorite vegetable? Oh God, black, but, he does black comedy. Okay, let me think about this one. <laughs> He's urban. What's Michelle Obama's favorite vegetable, Matthias? Uh, the special needs kids that she feeds <laughs> shitty lunches to. No, it's broccoli. Oh. <laughs> and then he said, I ain't I scared it, of you motherfuckers. The broccoli then, looks like it has like an afro. <laughs> I get it. I get it. See, Sarah gets it, dude. She's not in her head, like, full length, dude. Our, our word Sarah loves that joke. <laughs> then he get, I gave him, like, $1 and he gave me 16 jokes, dude. And he stole them and went and did a, a, a hot five. <laughs> I was like, dude, are you just Mitch Hedberg? Mitch Hedberg actually not die of heroin? Is just in the streets of SD? He just really wanted bowling? to commit to that lifestyle. Yeah, definitely. No, he, I don't remember anything else he said besides that one because I never heard it before. Oh, oh, I got one. Actually, scratch the record because I do remember one. He said, what has, you know what? I just realized I don't remember the exact wording. I just remember the punchline. Okay, well, give us the punchline and then we you, will deconstruct okay. the joke. Okay. And, and I'm going to give it to you the best way I can. From the back? <laughs> <laughs> Down your throat. Ready for it? What has... 18 legs and catches flies. 
Uh-oh, I don't know. A baseball team. Uh, and let me tell you, when he said that shit, I kicked him in the face with my Timberland. Because no one disrespects baseball like that in front of me. I was, are, you, are you a big baseball guy? No, I just want to. <laughs> I just want to kick that homeless man in the you face. You just have a, a special respect for the fitted hat. Have <laughs> Have you seen American Psycho? Yes, it's my jam. <laughs> the The scene, the the whole movie, I'm kind of like, oh wow. The one scene that really like <laughs> oh. rubs me the wrong way and it makes me be like, okay, this is a little much. Is when he's like walking down the alleyway and he sees the homeless dude, mm-hmm. and then he just like wails on him and his dog. And I was like, all right, uh. I'm, I could dig the whole. You know, like Kill. shooting a dude in the head with a nail gun thing. But like, <laughs> this is a little much. You, you know, I don't. Fi- I think that that's most of people. Cause like, any time in a movie, you're like, he, like the the hero will just kill a bunch of mercenaries, mm-hmm. like putting a ball peen hammer up their ass or poking them in the eyes until they touch their brain. But as soon as they kill the guard dog, you're like, come on, John Wick, what are you doing? You that's killed Fido, you fucking prick. Joking right now. I'm about to cry in the theater. What's uh what's the last movie that made e- any of us cry? Starting with Kmart. Our guest. Kmart, when's the last time you cried? Was it when I yelled at you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. She's like, no, I'm not like fucking scared of you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Like two days ago. <laughs> what well, was there a movie or, or or a song even? Um we were supposed to ask her questions. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't think it was going to go. All I said was, what movie has made you cry? <laughs> She's like, oh. <laughs> like what all started? The panics. I was like, seven? I wouldn't call it a movie. <laughs> uh, do I, I, I can't be in this movie? You're <laughs> oh, uh, the scene. <laughs> okay. I did have to Fade to black. Afterwards. Okay. Uh, Anyways, well, it's getting dark. I think we talked about this before. <laughs> I said Men in Black 3. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Men in Black 3 and Will Smith, his dad, gets killed by an alien. And he, Will Smith's like, man, fuck my dad. Parents just don't understand. And I was like, yeah, parents don't understand. And then there's a black guy that helps him out in the last end of the, <laughs> of the movie. And the black guy dies by the alien. And it's Will Smith's dad who died. If you could reset that, please. What happened? Oh, the fucking camera stopped? I believe so. Did it? No way. Whatever. Who gives a shit? We got something. We could, we could work with it. All right. And uh, so, yeah, there's, there's, there's. My fucking camera got full of. God, I took too many screenshots. Of you got to stop recording your jerk sessions. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, how do you think That's I've why s- the phones all stick. That's why uh, the audio is hey, muffled. Hey, why do you think we have no sponsors? <laughs> I mean, I just don't think you're putting your best foot forward. This is a perfect time for Blue Chew to step in. Dude, I think 200 listeners, we might be able to get a sponsor. That would be cool. We're like at almost 100. Those goddamn then we'll go put like... Um, We'll go sign up for like a studio we can't afford. And the next thing you know, <laughs> like this show just doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Um, dude, what would you sell first to save the show? Uh, no body parts. No body this parts. This relationship. <laughs> <laughs> you can have. Like, I've never met that guy in my life. <laughs> Fuck. I'll go. I'd like, say I'd never move away. I'll move away so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I would sell my hat. I collection. mean, it's an, it, it's it's it'll never be that serious. I mean, all we all we need is something to record on. If worst comes to worst, we're back on the in. iPhone. Yeah. No! Yeah, we could just do uh, the first couple pass up. the cell phone around. Oh boy! Shout out the old days. We're like, what? There were some funny clips in that back in the day. That wasn't even here yet. I mean, there's back in the day, but then we could look at what this show has turned into now, and it's like fucking. It was like, town. oh, dude, we're doing like comedian podcast. That's cool. And then now <laughs> it's like me hanging out with your girlfriend and your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was thinking of shit. You were thriving out here, dude. You do good with the ladies. Uh, yeah, because I'm not trying to fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It's usually the game plan. Yeah. That's how, that's, it, all, that's how it always is with the fellas. If you're trying to, like, smash a girl, you're slipping, you're stumbling, you're sharting, you're shitting, you're fucking, but you're not actually. But if you're not, you don't give a fuck, you're smooth, you're quick, you're 
slimy. Yeah. <laughs> You're oiled I, up and ready to fuck. Yeah. I feel that way too. Oh Honestly, I've worked a lot of customer service jobs and like I deal with people like at their worst. So I think for that reason, I I can uh, work with people pretty well. Yeah, I've worked a lot of comes in. customer service. You, that's when you really first realize, that's where I first realized the same jokes works with, with different people and doesn't work with certain other people. Will you pass me that fucking splishity splash up your ass? Yeah, I just think that there's certain people that don't want, like they can't handle a big personality. No. You know, so Did like... You, what kind of customer service did you work? I have a couple of stories for this, too. I worked in sales for a long time. I mean, I had done just, like, regular cashier, clerk, and then I also, like, worked in a warehouse. But for a long time, I did sales. Okay. I work cashier, and you see about 200 people a day. Wow. So you have to fake personality for 200 people a day. Totally. So I had a couple of jokes that if I were vibing, I would pull out. Mm-hmm. And when I worked at Target, uh... Classic one, which made me go, but you know what? Maybe I have a shot this comedian business. I'd, uh, they'd give me a Target gift card. In those, you had to pull out a quarter, scratch mm-hmm. the back. When I scratched the back, I would mm-hmm. go, oh, it's a scratch and sniff. <laughs> the one joke I and, have. Oh, God, you good. And they go, what? And I pull it to my nose. I go, Smells like savings, <laughs> and that would either work well or bomb like, hard. Over the radio, it's like Raven Queen. See you in the office. <laughs> <laughs> One joke that I have, like just in terms of like, just it's it's kind of painless. If it hits, it feels good. If it doesn't, I'm like yeah, it's a stupid joke. You shouldn't fucking laugh That's at it, anyways. Set the when scenario. It, when Set it comes the scenario. to me being a customer, this was never like when I was a cashier. Oh. But like, if I'm buying something and I'm like you know, cutting it up with the, the cashier or whatever. Uh, this happened once, and this was kind of where the joke came from. Yeah. And uh, I think my total was like 1776. And oh, I was just like, that's a good year. That's a classic. And, and like, honestly, I don't know in terms of like historically what happened. It's something patriotic. So it's like, it depending on who's on the receiving end of it, sometimes we could really bring us together. Other times yeah. it's like, oh, this guy might be racist. Yeah. But yeah. That works well. One time that literally happened to me. The total was, um, I, I heard that when I was like, that's funny. I'm going to do it. And the total was, maybe ni- that's how we met. <laughs> <laughs> the total was 1942. I go, good year. He goes, that's when Hitler killed most of the Jews. And I was like, do I back in or do I step out? And I had to step out. He looks up and then all of a sudden your mustache is a lot closer. To <laughs> you're like, yeah, I know. Good <laughs> year. No, that's not a good year. So you got to be careful with that one. Um, yeah, I work sales a lot. So like, so you would deal with like 200 people a day in sales. You work with like five people a day for extended periods of time, very intimately. And like people already have this prejudice of like, this guy is going to like, you know, shuck and jive me and try to like Mm -hmm. lube me up, make me feel like I'm getting a good deal. I just treat you as a regular person and I just be transparent and people appreciate that more. And on top of that, if you could throw some jokes in there to make them be like, oh, okay, he's not a complete fucking asshole, you know, that gets you pretty far. But ethnic people don't seem to receive me very well. Really? I remember I try, it was like around the holiday season. Wow. I, I had to, to. You would think because you're one, you're a brown guy. So you think the brown people would like. There's high expectations own. of me. Mexicans oh. are like, oh, this guy doesn't know the dialect of the fucking three thousand person <laughs> village in Mexico that we're from. <laughs> fuck this guy. Yeah, they're like, dude, you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Give me a Chevy Siesta. That's my car. <laughs> You're like, all right, well, I'm gonna fucking put you down for a siesta anyways. I'm just like choking him out. <laughs> but no, there was one time I had to I had to try to relate to an old Indian man who I couldn't pronounce his name, so I just took the first four letters of it, and I was like, hey, Ogby. <laughs> and, like, no, this dude got the fattest <laughs> deal. If he, got you... the fat, he got a deal stacked upon another one, what? which came with additional credit for the bill. That's all I can really remember. This guy pretty much, like, <laughs> I, pr- I did, like, I, he, the only way he could make this better is if, like, I jacked him off. Really <laughs> he thought you about know? it. You thought about and it. And he, he was there for a while because, like, he just wanted to barter. And I'm like, literally, I couldn't give you more if I tried. <laughs> and then he was like, okay, well, if you got to move my information over, I'm going to leave my phones here. 
<laughs> my phone. Well, because like he was doing it for him and his wife. Okay. And he was like, "I'm gonna go home and change. I got off work. Whatever. I don't think this guy really works." <laughs> okay. He, he, he his living was getting deals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it turned into him coming back 30 minutes later. It turned into like four hours later, and he came back being like. I don't want the deal anymore. Wow. I'm like, well, you already fucking signed for it. So no. you can go fuck yourself. You're apology, dude. My, Get the deal my, going. Uh, my prejudice starts to kick in. Oh, my God. And I'm just like, yeah, this guy's going to be a fucking nightmare. And he came back in an all-white sweatsuit being like, I don't got it like that player. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what the fuck did you just Is say it to all me? Sweatsuit? You called him Raji, even though his name was like Mr. Steven or whatever. It's like, I don't got that player partner, Pim. I'm like, what the fuck? Damn. We're gonna have a problem. <laughs> Damn. So and then you, he called back a week later, like, "Yeah, can we undo everything?" And you I'm had like, a, "Your dirty ass hands have been on that phone for a week. I'm not taking it back. It had nothing to do with race. Yeah, it had nothing to do with race. He had smelly fingers. <laughs> <laughs> He's had a clean sweatsuit, dirty hands. Okay, like that's all I really have to say about that. If he worked, it was definitely." At the casino, you know what I'm saying? Something. Do you know what I'm getting at? I don't. I don't. All know what right. I'm at. But yeah, um, the, being an adult with a job sucks, asshole. You pulled out of the deal though. Uh, that was no, that. I told him that that wasn't an option. And, and you fucking forced that sale because you don't take no for an answer. Um, in that situation, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking rough, dude. I had a okay, so I'm not. I don't want to just keep rolling these up, but I had a, in the same keep in the going, same store. Keep it in going, the same, keep it rolling, keep it jizzing. In the same holiday season, I had a lady call one time. Ew. And, yeah, right. Lady is okay. Fuck. And uh, and, <laughs> and fucking fuck ladies. It. I had helped her once. Like she would come in and pay her bill oh so regularly. So like, I was familiar <laughs> with who she was. Sure. And then she called and was like, oh. Hey, and I was like, oh, fuck me, dude. What do you want? I'm not doing you any favors. And then she got a letter saying like her old plan from years ago was being phased out. So her new bill, which had like it was pretty much like unlimited everything for only like another 20 bucks a month. <laughs> and she was like throwing a fit about it. Like, I'm not paying anymore. This is bullshit. And I'm like, well, you're getting a lot more. And then I couldn't rationalize it for her. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, well, let me call customer service for you. See what I could do. I got them to waive pretty much like credit the difference for up to a year. And then, like, um, you know, like, covered the last bill for her or something. Pretty much, like, more than I could ever ask for. And I was like, good news. We got that taken care of. And then she calls me the next day being like, yeah, my husband's pissed and he's going to hit me about this. <laughs> and then at that point, I was like, eh, that's not my problem anymore. You I better call like, customer support, thing. bitch, 911. Uh, she literally called. Like, <laughs> the fuck? So, like, we had that conversation. And I was like, well, I don't know if I could really intervene here. I don't know if this is something that I should really be getting directly involved with. And then I was like, you know, maybe call customer service. <laughs> you're, like, if, you're like, you're like, how old is he and how tall is he? She's like, he's 34 and he's six foot five. You're like, you're on your own, bitch. This I'm a, sorry. This was a very old Mexican couple, actually. <laughs> so when I heard that, I was like, yeah, there's no change in his mind. This he, is how he lives life. He has no pistol. This is the only, in his head, this is the only rational <laughs> reaction to this situation. <laughs> he has no pistol, but he's good with the lasso. <laughs> And uh, so she, so we had that conversation where I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I should really be getting involved with this. Oh my god! Oh, time out. We got Pizza Hut at the door. The guy showed up, and none of us had our wallets, so Ruben had to fuck him. Anyways, oh boy, uh, <laughs> free pizza, dude. Uh, yeah, large was, sausage. I was like, I got medium penis. Dude, we turned Ruben into a cannoli, dude. <laughs> Fucking, Bro. this is a real Italian delicatessen. Bro. I didn't know my jaw unhinged like that. I didn't know you could get stretch marks on your jaw like that. <laughs> That's cool. That's like real fat girl shit. Dude. There's fucking kids out here trying to drink. Jaden! Get the fuck out of here, dude. I was going Get Move it, bitch. Sorry, it's my fucking racist ass mom, dude. Ruben says no, that, but literally, like, right when we hit pause on the camera, that kid was like, fuck you, Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy, because, like, does, ever, does everyone just talk to you that way? <laughs> Ruben gets no respect. <laughs> I, I get no respect. <laughs> no respect. The other day, I told the wife to uh, suck my dick, and she said, it's too small. You might as well have a pussy. 
She said, you don't satisfy me. I said, why? Please don't leave me. Long what? story short, I'm homeless. <laughs> <laughs> what if Rodney Dangerfield was just sad? <laughs> but yeah, anyways, back to uh, domestic violence in the workplace. Oh, yeah, what were we uh, talking about? I, uh, old ladies uh, at the, uh, getting beat up by her husband, and it wasn't my fault. My problem. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, she called me, and I'm like, uh, yeah, that's not going to work for me. And I was like, well, call customer service, and maybe they could help you out. Fucking 10 minutes later, she calls me back in a panic, like, oh, my God, he's tearing up my house. And I'm just like, yeah, bitch, you <laughs> no. need to call the cops. I'm not. Like, at this point, the worse it gets, the more I just, like, that's your problem. <laughs> maybe. Like, oh, my God, my ribs are gone. Maybe, Give me a better deal, please. Maybe you should learn how to fight back. Did you ever <laughs> consider that? Bitch. Who's telling you that that's not an option? You're like, all I can do for you right now is give you some brass knuckles from my glove department. And that's all about it. All I can show you is a technique for a mean uppercut. <laughs> that's about it. Bro. You are going to have to learn by experience, though. That's why sales is so scary, bro. You got to be a shark. You got to be a fucking dildo to be in sales. Because people are like, I'm so broke. You're like, here, this is, this is how you get the Hellcat. You just trust me. Literally. You know, sales is weird. I, that's why I feel more comfortable doing cashier shit at a lesser pay. Well, that's because you're it's it's not your face connected to the things they're buying. Uh, yeah. It's a lot of you have to say something and be willing to stand behind it, even if it's like, oh, damn, this person's not as dumb as I thought they were. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Sales scares me, dude. I, I don't think I could. That's why I like stand-up, because I can just... Say whatever the fuck you I can want. Sell and no a fucking, you could sell a story about you going to the Grand Candy and me and Bob Marley, and everyone goes, Yo, he did that shit. Wow. <laughs> that th- I can't he believe He ain't lying. And then after the show, they go, Can I buy you a drink? And you're like, No. Bob told me never to drink again. <laughs> and they believe that shit. Then I crashed and That's... fucking wrapped my car around a tree that <laughs> That's the power of a microphone, though, man. You on stage and your voice is louder than everyone else. They have no choice but to believe what you're fucking selling. Have you ever had it? So like the way I look at when I was younger, like I started getting jobs and then I tried to just get more and more serious jobs because I wanted more and more money for my time. Uh, But then as I get older, I'm like, I never had any fun jobs. Like, did you ever have a fun one? Or if you didn't, what would you have wanted to do? I've had fun at all my jobs, but they weren't necessarily fun jobs. You know what I mean? Couple I mean, like, th- a, like a low-paying job that you don't take serious. Uh, no, I don't think so. I, But I've had fun at all my jobs. I'm, st- I'm sure everyone has great days and bad days at work. But I have days where I was like, I couldn't stop laughing. I was crying so hard. Or I was crying so hard. I was laughing. I was crying so hard, my body had to laugh. You had so. a, a sadistic breakdown <laughs> where you just didn't know how to comprehend. I was in the anymore. cheese department, just shoving cheddar in my ass. <laughs> Long just... story short, I, I I thought I was in the break room. I woke up in a padded room, <laughs> but I got paid for those next eight weeks until I felt better. Exactly, yeah. But low-paying jobs. I mean, dude, back in the day when I started working, it was like twelve dollars an hour. I really tried to like whore myself out to try and get the Starbucks job when I was like <laughs> sixteen. Dude, Starbucks was like on the bottom of my list. I would, I just wow. So the the main concern was I wanted something in walking distance. Ah. So I was just like, these are all within like ten minutes of me. So I'm really gonna like put my best foot forward. And they were like, the thing that sucks, I didn't have a car, yeah. so I had to hoof it everywhere. Yeah. So I show up in like a button up shirt with like the pit sweat through. Like, <laughs> hi, do you guys need help? You had to bring a backup. Like we serve food here. Yeah, like, dude, you got to bring backup cactus if you're going to work at all off garden. Okay. I was like, oh, well, no, like they all have shit on the back. Anyways, they want, they, when I'm they available say, Monday through Friday. Can you work with me? <laughs> when they say how much cheese they're talking about on their spaghetti, not under the pits. You know what I mean? Damn it. I thought this was an Italian restaurant. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Dude, did you ever work fast food? No, I worked. I, I, I worked fine dining, actually. Fine? I talked about your first job. <laughs> you told us about when you fell off your skateboard. Oh, yeah. I would, so I worked at a higher-end restaurant, so like I wouldn't be... In high school, I wasn't leaving until like midnight, so like pretty regularly, I would yeah. say. 
It's my town. My town. I'm the king of this city. No one ever trust a guy that says that. <laughs> my no, the town that I my neck that of the I woods lived and worked in that I was a resident a resident of. Uh, you know, it was, it was only so big, so I could skate everywhere, and I was just like fucking charging, just trying to get speed. And then as soon as I like got comfortable, put both feet on the board, you hear the craziest like fucking record scratch which is just like a rock under your wheel <laughs> the next thing i know I'm just like horizontal <laughs> so you know you're and i fucking flung my board down the hill was the was the, uh, the cherry on top they call the, that in the snowboarding business they call that a yard sale when you're because you're clearing shop because you're fucking all your gear goes out of your hands dude because you're just trying to give stuff away to homeless people yeah <laughs> fucking a man i'm you need something to verify your undocumented income. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Kmart took bowling lessons. Recently? No, she grew up taking bowling lessons. Oh, shit. From age 9 to 18. She's got strong grip. <laughs> 8 to 19 bowling lessons, dude. What kind of wife? Eight to, I've never committed to anything. <laughs> that That's so I don't even long. think I've liked my parents that you know what? Hey, Kmart also did that, uh, you know, like marching band. Lame, but like still uh-huh. first class. She was the marching band gun twirler with a fake gun. <laughs> yeah, I was the color guard nerd. <laughs> it's oh called the color God. guard, dude. <laughs> color, color, I thought color guard was tie, dude. <laughs> Do you have PTSD? When you guys stay the night together, does she scream in her sleep? <laughs> the first time they used real guns, someone shot themselves in the face. Gee, what, really? No. Oh. no. I was like, what have you seen? <laughs> She's like, I've killed a man She's like, in his sleep. Wanna know? <laughs> Do you want to know how I got this gunshot wound to the face? Yeah, I was like, I look at, or I look at Crack Mart, and uh, I was like, damn, dude, she's got a gold tooth. She means business. <laughs> oh, boy. Kmart, tell us about the bowling lessons. What was your first lesson bowling? How, how do you feel about yourself when you spend, like, a good amount of your spare time in a bowling lesson? <laughs> Honestly... <laughs> I felt like such oh a nerd. God. No, I, you didn't. You no, thought you, I when did. You were, when you bowled your first turkey, you were like, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> when Fuck I bowled my y'all. first turkey, I felt you, when you, so hey, good about hey, myself. When you bowled your first turkey, you just finished your American Supreme. Like, so this is how it feels to be on the top of the mountain. Yeah, you put it out <laughs> in a kid's like fucking chicken strip plate. Like, <laughs> a kid's get out of here, kid. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> I just put, you, you put your cigar on a kid's soft spot. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Welcome to the business. God. You put your foot up on that purple dinosaur that kids use to roll their balls so you can spit game at chicks. You spit your dip in the bowling hole. The kind of guy that was willing to pick up chicks at a bowling alley deserves whatever piece of shit girl he finds at the bowling alley. Bro. I'm not, this doesn't apply no. to you. You were you you there grinding. trying to... You were grinding. Me. You were there grinding, trying to perfect your stupid craft. <laughs> But those guys, the bitches were like, you know, I'm trying to get my fucking legs spread apart and my turkey greased. Let me go to the bowling alley. I'm trying now. to grease my lane. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, hey. I'm trying to have the motherfuckers put the bumpers off. Those bitches deserve what they get at the bowling alley. You know what I'm saying? I hear ya. Oh, boy. But how was your first bowling lesson? Um... My coach was honestly brutal. Like you he just you? you just recently <laughs> met him. He threw bowling balls at your feet. <laughs> no, he threw firecrackers at, at you because you need to perform under pressure. <laughs> he hid in the back of your car waiting for you to start. Just, <laughs> I was a sensitive child. He I I think I cried almost every practice. <laughs> I'm bowling? Imagine dude Matt, imagine so being she, a I'm bowling Ted, why did he call me a cunt? <laughs> Dude, Matt, imagining a bowling coach be like, "Yo, f- yo, fucking it up, bitch." <laughs> he has a designated wall that he could punch holes in <laughs> because of his students. Dude, He's like, if your fucking parents are gonna put your head in a locker, you twit. <laughs> I'm Fuck a- you. <laughs> you're, uh, you're imagining he's British. I'm imagining he's drunk. I just, I'm trying to think of the most intense uh, coach. And like, really, it's like a cake bomb. Like I'm a, just thinking, like a like a Gordon Ramsay of a Gordon uh, with slippery shoes on, <laughs> and like a, some flames on his shirt or something. It's very accurate. Uh, <laughs> Gordon right. Ramsay with a guy Fieri <laughs> shirt. It's kind of fucked up, Kmart, that you cried every single practice. <laughs> Only for the first few months. 
Oh my god! Bowling practice with that Steve. Who was? Who else was there? Like other, other ki- class kids. Uh yeah, there were no names other like kids my age and some teenagers. He coached all different ages. You actually just met him over Thanksgiving. Was that guy? Yeah. He he's hella funny and chill. We'll the dude that kept wanting you to sit on his lap. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that was uh trying dude, this guy was trying to roast me, man. Yeah. And, I, and then I hit him with a fucking joke and then everyone's like, dude, that timing was so good. I'm like This guy, this fucking comedian. Guy. Yeah, yeah, I and hate like it. I hate Oh dude, so I, I was like, Kyla. I looked at her, I was like, Don't you fucking tell a soul. Yeah. Because it hits harder when they don't know. Well, there's that and then you don't want like there's just this expectation of like you being just like such an open book and it's like, hey, I want to be a person, actually. Dude, my family's been hanging me with it every single time we get together, Matt. Tell me your joke. I'm like, why don't you go fuck yourself? Jeez. Comedians know. People who aren't comedians don't understand, man. I equivalent. I told my brother it's like this, man. I was like, hey, you play running back? Go run a 40 right now. You know <laughs> Come what I do mean? this cone drill real quick. It's not what I, I don't want to. You know what you're not going to Oklahoma get drill, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's go helmet the helmet, bitch. <laughs> if they don't understand, man. Like, if I tell you my jokes that work 95% of the time, mm-hmm. you guys are going to interrupt. You get, they don't understand. It's an, There's context to everything. 100%. And also, I'm having a hard time agreeing or, like, coming to terms, I meant, with, people, with this being an art form. With an art form? This is comedy. Our stand-up being... In art form, you mean people telling you that, or are you acknowledging it yourself? Me acknowledging it because I go like, "This is my art." Oh yeah, it yeah, feels yeah. so I get fake. That. I, it's, it it's, feels so fake. Yeah. Well, the, the the reality of it is like, "Hey, friend, you're probably just as funny as I am." That's probably a very safe thing to say to any regular guy. Mm, you're just not, not everyone. Not everyone. Well, there's everyone. well, just in terms of like, you know, like the. There's people that are funny out there that just are afraid of a microphone. hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. That's the thing is I'm not funny. I'm just shameless. Yeah. Oh, dude. I say it often cause it's true. Dude. I say, I make shit up and say it cause it doesn't mean anything. And it I'm kills. here to be funny and, and I'm going to do what I have to to make that happen. Yeah. But yeah, man, when fucking when, when, uh, I, sorry, dude, I shed a tear when I saw that was a real shit. <laughs> hey, dude. dude, Matt's over here giving himself oh, a tattoo God. right now. I'm going to cut myself right back. I need With, to feel something. You know, <laughs> Ruben, can I cut your wrist? Cause I'm out of space. I'm having <laughs> scar tissue. Just, I can't do it every week. I can't like afford I razors to. like I could, but no, man. Dude, I, the nail clipper, the infection just got crazy. <laughs> nail clipper. Oh my God. Dude, fucking, I know so many people. Is it bad when if you close your eyes while podcasting because you're trying to think so hard? It gets real intimate. Like, <laughs> Why don't we just lay down eyes. and podcast? But <laughs> the eyes, you tell me and I tell you. I know so many people that, uh, you know. Used to cut? <laughs> what are you getting at? <laughs> no clue where this is going. <laughs> no. The motherfuckers who used to, who are funnier than me, but go, I, I can never put talk in a microphone. A hundred percent, dude. This is inside baseball. Yeah. What uh, a... Do you guys get in, in, a, in any fights over Thanksgiving? Oh, it's guess really what, exciting. dude? Kmart, you're on the spot because I got to go pee. Dude, put her through the ringer for us. Oh, oh no. God. Okay. <laughs> well, how would you describe your Thanksgiving in your own words? Uh, my Thanksgiving was pretty good. We went to Ruben's family. Right. Now that Ruben's gone, let's get down <laughs> to it. Um... Does he snore when he sleeps? So much. And does it piss you off? You know, sometimes I think about putting the pillow over him, but <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. What 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 is really the way to go about it? Because like, that's a lot of movement on your end. So there's a lot of potential <laughs> for him to wake up. What you do is you keep uh, a loose hot dog in the nightstand, <laughs> and then when he's sleeping and he's making a little too much noise. Um, you know, you gag him with it. If that doesn't work, and like, say for whatever reason he gets louder, you're like, well, I only have one other option. 
So you bring it in downstairs, and there's a 95% chance instead of him being like, mm, he's going to be like, mm, and that's yeah. a lot more yeah. <laughs> you gotta pleasant be. to listen to when you're sleeping. Yeah, she was saying her you, Thanksgiving was cool. You got to be, you gotta be careful with the hey, hot man. dog, though, because he might enjoy it a little hey. too much. <laughs> he, he, like, ripped it out of her hand. Like, oh, shit, oh, shit. It's like trying to pull a dollar out of the vending machine. <laughs> hey, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> Okay, Mark told you not to tell him about the fucking hot dog. Oh God, <laughs> Get the you're hot not, dog. You're not allowed at Costco dude. anymore. <laughs> dude, it's a free sample, dude. It's a free sample. I don't, dude. Hey, what the fuck's going on? I don't know, dude. You guys are fucking throwing me under the hot dog. You guys are throwing me under the Oscar Mayer Wienermobile. <laughs> and I'm supposed to come over here and take it? No. Look, let me tell you right now. I don't stand by anything they said or didn't say. Oh, you said it all, dude. I know. I don't care. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. So, dude, I got booked on a show, dude. And you know what it is? White that. privilege. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Matthias deserves to be booked, but he... Dude, I literally... Why? So, genuinely? <laughs> I'm not even... I, a little I'm mad. not even here, here, like, taking out my bottom two ribs, sucking myself off. <laughs> all right? I'm not even doing that right now. But, like... What am I not doing right? Like, what the fuck? You're not gre- greasing the jizz on these guys' elbows. Well, I, why should I? I'm fucking funny. Because they I'm, run the I'm, bullshit. I'm never not nice to them. Yeah. I do my job. I'm punctual and yeah. I'm consistent. What more can you fucking ask for? I don't know. And I on feel, top of that, it's I, like, do I just blow people out of the water? I do feel lucky and it feels like it's just starting to happen. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. I'm well, like, I'm just saying, like, hey, man, everywhere you're at, I'm at, and we yeah. always like roll together. It's like when they thank you, how do they not think of me? Let me tell you, don't get mad at me because no, I'm, 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 I'm painting saying. you in the best light. I'm painting you. You should. I paint you like a Picasso, naked with fruit. <laughs> I'm like this guy's. You know, I go, hey, you know, man, big penis, and they, maybe that's why. I get it. No, I think I do put out like geez. big uncut energy. <laughs> I'm I'm painting a good light. Uh, it's sh- definitely the white privilege. We pull up and all the fill-ins were the whitest dudes in Sonoma County yeah. comedy. <laughs> yeah, like what the? F- I get it. I stand out, but is it too much? I it's getting to a point where I'm like, we just have to do our own shit because. That's what I'm saying, dude. I'm down. We well, like I put- think after the holiday season is a good time Let's to go get January. that ball rolling. I'm yeah. down because we got. We could of- get something rolling by spring. Spring people come out. Family jizz is annoying to deal with. That, yeah. But, like, I don't know. It's cool that we have a scene, but, like, literally, like, do I really have to, like, dumb my shit down? <laughs> that's that's hurtful. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, like, just for, like, because if I spend all this time trying to get these guys to, like, get up to speed. I don't understand, Matt. Let me tell you this. Can I be honest with you? In a real sense of, I mean, maybe we shouldn't, but we're going to go there. I'm like, dude, Matt is so fucking funny. He's there. He's fucking hilarious. And it's like, always new shit. Dude. And they go, yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about, yeah, dude? Dudes are wild. What are you talking about? They're not appreciating the shit. Well, there's, it's that, and it's just like, dude, I'm, I guarantee I'm putting more time into this than most people that are getting booked. You know what? Your style, I've told you this before, your style might take longer, but will be better than most. Well, no, I'm, well, I'm just, I'm not saying I'm there already, but it's like I could talk about one thing. I could talk about five different things for a minute each, or I could talk about one thing for five. That's a long long game, and you're smarter. Yeah. Fucking, it's not my fault. Chuckle me, suckle me is in my DMs and not yours. For real. This fucking asshole. I don't know why he's Talk about your mom because you know what I know comedy. I know comedy. (laughs) You should know ropes around your neck. You should know how much ammo costs at your local fucking <laughs> slingshot store. Yeah. <coughs> I don't know. We'll see. I'm not at, at the same time. I think I've already acknowledged I'm not doing this like uh, for anyone else's validation. 100. percent Also, this scene means nothing. You would no, take totally. it in a more racial scene <laughs> in a, world, in a, a more world, diverse scene. A, yeah, that's what I wanted to tell you. And and the more honestly, in a more uh, you know diverse scene, you're there. But in front of all these, 
I wouldn't say it's a white thing. But I like, think I get a more of a reaction out of every like anyone else. Look like, at some of our top guys getting yeah, work. Totally. Get the fuck out of my yeah, face. I you know, know you, guys, like, you guys are baby food comedy. Get the totally. fuck out of my I don't face. Know. I think my my writing is your writing a tier is, above than what I get credit for. Hundred percent, and I've been telling you that. Yeah, and that's why you're like, you know what? He's I don't cool. know. Part of me is like, for for starters, it's like our scene is fucking. It's decent. It's decent, but the people that are decent. making the shots, I'm like, I don't even <sighs> expect you to understand my style. The people who aren't, who are, this feels uncharted territory. But no one listens to us. Yeah, that's for goddamn sure. <laughs> the un, the people who are making their scene are fucking. God, they've been in it for eight years telling the same jokes, yeah. dude. People telling COVID jokes. Dude, people we, telling dude. Johnny Depp Amber Heard jokes. Yeah. Write something, you lazy fuck. You, I, dude, you can't I retire from your job at the supermarket and decide to be a dick in the comedy scene because that makes you a piece of shit. Yeah, and like part of it too is, is just like I'm not... Like I said, I'm not going to wait for these guys to, to catch up Good. in terms of like, I'm not going to, you know, put myself in a position where like they see where I'm coming from. No. So no. I'm also like, if we get our own shit going. I'm like, yo, fuck <sighs> you guys. Dude. But then again, it's like, we got to have people on the show, <laughs> but I think we could have a more we rugged have room. our boys and we have the guys we deal with. Dude. Yeah. Totally. Dude, Kim Horton knows all about it. I fucking mm-hmm. every night I'm like this motherfucker, that yeah. motherfucker. Ah, it's, this it's, motherfucker gives me a sore throat because I'm hitting my punch bag with my neck like a draft, <laughs> and I don't understand, and it makes me confused. I don't know, part of me kind of wonders, sexuality, like, and Kmart doesn't even like that. I kind of reflect, and I'm like, have I like done too much too soon in terms of like, no one else has an album out. No one else puts clips out. No one Can else has fucking a people, podcast. People were pointing fingers, going, "What is he thinking?" I don't give a fuck. I th- I thought that shit was better than everyone else. And I'm on, dude. Me and you, give me a bump. I think we deserve a bump. Uh. Cocaine. <laughs> I got your back, man. I, that shit Hell was yeah. good and great and hilarious, and I was happy that my name was said in it. Mm-hmm. But these motherfuckers are like, you know what, dude? That thirty, I could <laughs> run that again. I could be a f- mean fucking feature with that thirty. A lot of these motherfuckers, not if you're if, first of all, if anybody anybody that we know hears this. You know that if you're a friend, we're not talking about you. We're talking right. about the mother shitheads. But a lot of these motherfuckers are like, you know, this is just like for fun. Yeah, well, exactly. They, you know, they're like, this is for fun because I like hanging out and drinking. Literally. And boys. that's exactly what I'm not there for. And me and Matt are like, look, we're, tw- we're 21, 22. We are in the shit. Totally. And those guys are in the shit. Look, dude, it's like a 30-year-old being in the trenches with a 21-year-old recruits in World War II, dude. You know what I mean? You should be a general, but you're not, so right. you're in the fucking trenches with right. us, and you don't want to fucking see us pass you, But dude. then again, I feel like anyone that has uh, that could have potentially had something to say about the things that I've done, it's like, what have you accomplished? Yeah, you get booked on shows, but like... Because you've been in it for 25 because fucking you've, yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. And where are you at? Fucking nowhere, man. Yeah. You're fucking at your... Oh. Dude, we're about to get heated here in a minute. It's fine. I think we have enough fire under our ass to do our own stuff. You don't even fucking know. We do, dude. No one does the things we... Literally, no one takes it more serious than we do. No. We're out like four nights a week. We podcast and we make effort to like leave town. And we're young. Everyone else is like... Just holding this open done, mic man. down, bro. Yeah. And I'm that's Wait, not that even like the people you, you think bro. I'm talking about. That's no. not what I'm talking about. But it's just like, fool, you've been doing it for 10 years and you never went anywhere. Yeah. You're saying I'm the same here jokes, for, I've only been here for a year and I'm trying to make a statement. Like, Sorry I still like have dreams and aspirations and haven't oh, been told that God. I'm fucking weak. It's because everyone retires from their shit job. Not even retires. They, no, I don't know. The thing know. about it too is like, I'm glad that I'm in the scene. Look, look, and I'm on, glad me, I feel good. I don't want to interrupt you, but I feel like we're pointing fingers at some of our friends, but we're definitely not. No, like that's no. I, I had, this is more argued at the people who think they had a shot, but really suck. 
Totally. And put face paint on, and they're a bunch of fucking idiots. <laughs> and bump you at an open mic and can suck my fucking nuts, dude. Fuck that shit. I want to. That's kick. what I'm saying. I was dude. at the gym. Why would I wait for guys like like oh, that we're surrounded God. by to to you know turn a leaf and be like, oh, this guy might be onto something. No, my God, no, he's not. You know what he's on? He's on crack, smoking crack in his mom's house because he can't afford rent. Fuck you, dude. People are whack, dude. I think, uh, do you think part of it is envy? Like, just like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Dude, are you kidding me? This 21 year old's killing just as hard as me, mm-hmm. and I've been in it for seven years. Totally. It's because you're not fucking funny, bozo, but you didn't quit. There's people that just try to sell their personality. I'm so quirky and weird. Oh, like, it's like, boy. dude, no. And go then, up there and act like you have something to talk about. That's and what then being there's a comic a, is. Here's how it goes genuinely funny people who can't stop thinking funny. Hard workers and the rest of you motherfuckers who Bunch just fucking alcoholics fucking think they they just have the audacity to ruin shows, ruin open mics. Because funny man Josh Igarle murder, Patrick Fishman murder, so and so ruins the show. Ten people walk out and then I'm next talking to my buddies who know all my jokes. And yeah. it's not fucking cool, man. I'm sick of these motherfuckers who go, I want to do comedy. You ain't funny, bitch. You've never been funny. It's like you're, you're, you also have to put in perspective, like, who are you surrounding yourself with? Like, you might be the funniest guy in your group of friends. Your friends probably don't know shit. Your friends probably have never, like, you know, do your friends have a lot of life experience that, like. No, man, they don't fucking know, man. They just. Oh, buddy, dude, you have no idea. It's so rough. That fucking motherfuckers, man. It's cool. I think we're we're well beyond what this scene can hold for us. Oh, Matt, I've dreamed about us moving somewhere better. We deserve better. We deserve yeah, better. Totally. Honestly, when, when you're doing it five nights a week or like when you have five to six comedy related events in a week, like let me know. We did, we had but that was one heavy week. Yeah, we've been fucking grinding gears these last weeks. It's like dude, it's weeks. hard. It's hard to the to point. It's getting to the point where comedy is like it's not uh, nerve wracking anymore, and it's kind of just like all right, let's just let's just do this. I go home. And you know what's crazy? That really uh, puts you on the point where uh, you hear your comedian, your favorite comedian, talk about it on the podcast, and they mm-hmm. go. I just want to get out of here. I'm done with this shit. Totally. What are you talking about? You're doing comedy. You're fucking did it today. And you're like, dude, you can only have that switch on for so long though. Yeah. But let me hear this. Those six, nine weeks make you so much better. Well, yeah, especially right now, especially for us. Totally. Those are good. And if it's possible, I would love to do it next week and the next week, but it makes you feel like there's more coins on the scale towards comedy than there is towards family, friends, gym, Eating right, sucking cock, getting you gotta make in the time ass. for the things you love. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I get it. And then it's hard too because when you take your foot off the gas, like you're immediately you're like, well, if I don't have a show booked, I'm pretty irrelevant. Which means wow. like it's pretty much like I never did comedy to begin with. If, yeah, and it's weird, man. Because I just, I don't know. I, I just don't know when it comes to. I was at a show the other day. Damn, this guy won't fucking hear this shit, but fucking. Go ahead. Type his name. Forget the name. I, I'll figure it out. He booked me on the show uh-huh. with a bunch of other comedians. Right. And just kept talking shit about me, and I killed a lot of the man. Yeah. And it's a lot of, yeah. Yeah. I figured. And even and so like, when dude, I. Why does a guy's like that? Why does his opinion matter? It doesn't. He's booking he, shows with guys who are pretty big. On he gets he, being the, the only reason he's getting motherfuckers like that is because the fucking brewery goes. I'll give you six hundred bucks to throw a show. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, and there's then, nothing wrong. There's definitely guys that are better at the business side of this than me, and I'm uh, not afraid to say that. But at yeah, the same time, that it's business like, side is fucking puts hours the, on your soul, man. The fucking when it comes Shit. to being a comedian, your sole objective is to be funny and original, and you know, make an impression. And I don't feel like anyone else takes that into consideration. Mm-hmm. God damn. That's inside baseball for you punk motherfuckers. Let's call it a fucking podcast. For real. Me and Ruben are going to go fucking cry. And me and me and, jerk off. Me and Matthias are going to go box with our wieners. <laughs> <laughs>
True. Wrecked Podcast. Check us out. Wrecked Podcast on Instagram. We'll probably put clips out. Uh, Follow me and Ruben. We're uh, better than your local comedians. And (laughs) you guys can, if you hear this, you don't like it, fucking cry about it. Yeah, man. Kmart, say goodbye. Peace out. All right.